millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. UK Tech Weekly Pod, UK Tech Weekly Pod, UK Tech Weekly Pod, UK Tech Weekly Pod, UK Tech Weekly, UK Tech Weekly, UK Tech Weekly, UK Tech Pod. Hello and welcome to this latest cry for help from the UK Tech Weekly Podcast, the UK's least squeamish weekly tech podcast, dropping stuff into your brain once a week like a clumsy surgeon. The UK Tech Weekly Podcast is an infotainment moo-moo, worn collectively by the editors of PC Advisor, Tech World, MacWorld UK and Computer World UK. Every Friday, we take the lead role in an audio opera, fighting audio duels, falling in love with audio Valkyries and cursing the audio gods for their audio cruelty in order to bring you no more than 40 minutes of informed chat on the hot tech topics of the past seven days. Please don't forget to subscribe, review and tell your friends. I'm David Price, acting editor of Macworld UK, and today I am delighted to be joined for a chinwag by... Phantom of the Opera, Henry Borrell, newly promoted senior staff writer on PC Advisor and Macworld. Hello. I got that right. You did. <laughs> Going too fast to Stopra, Lewis Painter, who coincidentally is also newly promoted senior staff writer on PC Advisor and Macworld. <laughs> Hello. And do you want anything? She's off to the Shopra. Charlotte G. <laughs> it's week. it's week's done. Charlotte Hi. G, editor of Techworld. Hello. Hello. This week we are talking Sky Mobile, No Man's Sky, and Sexy, Sexy, Sexting. <laughs> Let's go. Henry Burrell, what's Sky up to this week? <laughs> is that too basic? <laughs> no, that's no, okay. We normally complicate things. Um, Sky is finally a mobile provider. It's been a long time coming. That's exciting. It is relatively exciting, I think. Uh, <laughs> basically, it's important for some reasons. It makes Sky... It makes Sky a, <laughs> Can you tell me those reasons? Yes, number one reason. It makes it a, what is known as a quad play provider. So it just means that you could actually just have Sky for your broadband TV, fixed line phone, if you still have one, uh, and your mobile service. So, so you have to have a fixed line. You do, to in order to have broadband, yeah. Because I think can, I have yeah. those three previous things. Because mm. then so well, you have one provider, but then you have a different... Actually, <laughs> David uh, legendarily doesn't know what mobile network he's on. Um, oh, right. so. but that's because <laughs> no, somebody else pays for it. Wow. That was a, is that a humble brag? What did you have to do no. for... <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so basically Sky is now in a mobile player um, following quickly on the heels of BT, who also done it recently. So BT, for a context, BT uh, was in the mobile game in the early 2000s, then sold BT Cellnet to Telefonica, which is now O2. 
And then BT got back in the game by buying EE because it's got shit loads of cash. So, shit, shit loads. I, well, I was going to go shed and then. They need to thought. Felt a bit naughty. So yeah, so BT's back, and then um, but cleverly BT owns EE, but also has its own mobile network as well called BT Mobile, which it will provide to existing broadband customers, and that's exactly what Sky is trying to do here. So they sell them as separate products. They yes. can buy something from me, something from BT. And BT, so. yeah. But with Sky, um, they are just selling this mobile product um, to pre-registered customers who will get it in December. So at the moment, yeah. you can only get it if you're a Sky customer. Do they get special okay. rates? Uh, they do. I have not written them down. Okay. But they are exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What else are they offering? What, what um, gimmicks and features are they going to give so you? Ju- ju- also, just uh, it, they are on O2's network, so they oh. don't have their own oh, network. Okay. They are mm. subsidised uh, O2 frequency. But um, the coolest thing about it, and something which is a first for UK um, contracts and SIM-only plans, is you can roll over your data. Ooh. Which means if you don't, if you have like five gig a month and you only use three, uh, that two gig for in this instance will go onto your online piggy bank. That's what they call it. And is there a limit to how much your online piggy bank can hold? I don't know, mm. but I, I it does say. I think it did say uh, unlimited rollover for three years. So yeah, but we know what unlimited is like as a word used by broadband mm. providers. Well, actually, on that point, like... they I, I I noticed that they don't use unlimited minutes and texts in their their bump. They say you got free. It's just saying you have free calls as a Sky customer, free texts, and then they just sell it as a data plan. And all the concentration is on this rollover thing, which is quite cool because, um, I mean, the estimates about how much the UK wastes every year in pounds is insane. It's like billions of pounds. On data that, on they, data that they technically bought, but yeah. then just gets wiped. I mean, I'm sure off. that's true. Like, I, I think I get four per gig, yeah. and I normally use maybe three. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that's I, not very much. I have though, eight, and I've I have never run out. <laughs> no. So yeah. What about you? Ten. Oh, I use about wow. three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, come, come down to four. Come down to four. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like you've paid for that. It's not like you've gone into a shop and said, "How much shall I have? I'll go for ten. Yeah. It's just they gave you ten. Yeah, I mean, debatably, it yeah. is still like a marketing ploy to say stuff like this because the price varies massively depending on which contract mm. you buy, which phone you've, you're price you're subsidizing yeah. um people will pay 35 pound a month for mm-hmm. an iphone with one gig and some people will pay 35 pound for a cheaper phone for mm. eight gig so and when you ring them up and of, you say you're going to cancel then they'll give you anyway. more anyway yeah exactly <laughs> but it's, it's still good it's good on sky mobile's part it's something that's been happening in the u.s for a little while uh sprint and t-mobile in the u.s already offer rollover data mm. um and it's i mean t-mobile is a very aggressive marketer in that way and it's done mm. very well so i guess everyone's you- fearful that they're going to run out and then get whacked with the charges mm-hmm. which i had recently with three nah. i got uh i got 12 text messages in the space of one hour while i was in japan yeah. and it's and i added all the numbers up and it came to over 200 pounds <laughs> to receive the text That's um to, to, that was a uh, data usage but and that and that was oh, me right. switching on my phone at the airport and before like stuff downloading before i had the chance to go to turn off That's data nice. so yeah but I, I managed thing. to haggle them down to Thirty at the moment, but I think nothing eventually. <laughs> but just saying that you don't want to pay it, and they're just yeah. Well, I was just amazing. like, well, this is outrageous. So mm. this is outrageous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, is, that, that is what I said. Yeah. That, 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 this that is, is outrageous. That is yeah, well, actually, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Slight side point, but also in the news this week um, is the news mm. that EU is it new EU news? roaming regulations are going to change. Oh yeah, obviously. We've all mucked that up by voting leave. It's going to be. <laughs> will, will we no, get well, it? No, none of us. Well, did. we're still <laughs> there. The collective we. We might get it. You know. Uh, so last year, the whole thing was EU roaming 
rates would just be banned. You, yeah. you know how you can go abroad and you pay a little subsidy, but you basically get your uh, home tariff abroad in the mm. EU. Um, from 20, June 2017, there'll be, you won't have that at all. You could technically mm. go anywhere and... And still pay the same. Pay exactly the same. But the EU's now suggested that, okay, we'll do that, but we will then put a limit on how much data you can actually use. Right. It's because operators need to make their money somewhere. Yeah. And this is why we this is why we're leaving. <laughs> but we'll surely we'll get that because um, technically we're going to still be in the EU for a while. So surely we'll benefit it from it. From it. I think technically we're going to be in the EU for a long time. Mm. I think I'm I think sure it's possible. Should we debate it? Uh, not right now, but at length, <laughs> perhaps not. later. Yeah, possibly not. Well, um, I'm so I'm a Sky customer, as I said. Okay. What's your advice for me? Should I? Should I do this? Is this a good idea? I mean, I, I won't go into the, apart from the fact I didn't write it down, I won't go into the detail <laughs> about, <laughs> about what you can do. You'll so at the moment, the you can pre-register um, and then from next, from next, some point next year, early next year, you'll be able, they would start doing phone contracts. Mm. Um, so is it, it 4G? Is it is 4G, okay. yeah. Might as well sign up. Might as well pre-register and see what, see what yeah, it you compares. Can I pre-register and then not do it? Yeah, of course. Mm, be a tease. Probably not. Surely. <laughs> Surely. But, I mean... There must be a yeah, if, you, if you're a Sky yeah. customer and you're coming to, to the end of a phone contract at the moment, it's definitely don't worth know. looking into. Don't know. Don't, don't know who does it. Don't yeah. know. It's a mystery. Well, for, all, for everyone else who pays their bills. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's definitely worth doing. It does. It has some other features as well. So if you're a regular user of a Sky Plus box, you can sync your programs up with your Sky mobile. It will, like You can pick up where you left off. My eyes are lighting up. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, that added functionality is cool. And it's just what big... Juggernaut providers want to do like Sky and BT. They want to and eventually just um, supply with all your services. And why this, some... this worries me. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I, I don't know if I like the idea of one company providing four. I mean three. Yeah, but why not? not if you're paying, line, if you're paying but... the same price as paying like three separate providers because you can yeah, have Sky. Means... You could then you've got like Vodafone and then you're paying someone else for I don't know your broadband maybe. It's simpler. I can see the attraction of mm. only having one sort of source for the whole lot, one bill. Um, but it, it would worry me that the idea that if one company goes down, if one company has a technical problem, then they're all going to yeah. fail at the same time. And, and that sort of seems like a bad idea. Like like when um, companies say, we are Thames Water and we're now going to provide your, I don't know, your phone or your telephone or your yeah, electrics. Or... or it's easier for companies that already own fixed line assets to introduce a mobile service. It's much harder to do it the other way around. Mm. So Vodafone is a massive company, but I don't personally think it will ever mm. be a quad play provider. But it's also not very competitive. Right, like if you're a smaller yeah. provider, well, that's, that's yeah, pretty intimidating. That is intimidating. And so I don't know. Also one of the reasons why um, the European Commission let BT buy E yeah. and then didn't let 3 buy O2. Yeah, which makes sense because you want to have as many kind of like pure mobile operators as possible because mm. then people have more choice. Also, though, there is kind of the illusion of choice in the yeah. UK market because um, Sky just uses O2's network. Yeah. So does GifGaff. In reality, there's probably like only... There's, there's probably four. like a handful. Yeah, 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 four. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be exact. But I mean, yeah. A handful yeah. for someone who, who only has four fingers. <laughs> you only have four fingers. One of yeah. them. I only have a thumb. Right. I don't know. Is a thumb a finger? I don't no. know. Uh, no. All right. Let's talk about people who aren't existing Sky customers. Right. Will they be able to do this? Um, I believe... Will you be able to get Sky Mobile on its own? And... I think so, yeah. So, oh, God, my research is... <laughs> Being exposed yeah. for yeah, the yeah. fast that it is. Yeah. <laughs> What BT Mobile does uh, and Sky Mobile, I believe, is the same. They offer their SIM-only plans at a discounted rate to existing customers. Mm-hmm. And then you can get it um, if, you're, if you're not a Sky customer. It will just cost you more. I mean, it's, it's, less, it's, it's clearly significantly more attractive if you're an existing customer. Yeah, I guess so they're, they're probably... They've made it very easy for Sky customers to um, 
to use their service and then they'll incentivize people to it would be my gut that people this is trying to get people to move over to use every single service there'll be people yeah, who are saying oh i really want sky mobile and that skybox looks cool oh, i'll just get all four just mm. cancel everything else <laughs> cancel everything <laughs> <laughs> i want sky isn't then... sky a bit i don't know i don't actually know that many people these days that still have sky i have sky but why it's so expensive <laughs> game of thrones my husband yeah, but i've i watched game of thrones and i don't have sky how <gasps> do you steal it no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say yes to that, but you do pirate it. Um, this is shocking. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually shocked. Well, that is actually a point. Um, Sky cracks down on, uh, along with other providers, will just block certain yes. websites now. Yes, yes. We so, got a letter from Sky once. Did you? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes. It's kind of, can you stop please doing stop that, visiting please? the Silk Road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. so, yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was just, please stop looking at, Top, top down hiding things illegally essentially and we yeah. did we did we did they yeah but that There's was an interesting the... letter because then you, you actually realize you sort of are quite blasé and then you're like oh no they, they actually really are monitoring the network for that so there we go yeah. don't illegally download things unless you use a vpn i mean yeah, yeah I mean, just, don't... Don't, just don't know just don't know <laughs> yeah that's true god yeah we're a bunch of amateurs what were oh, we thinking god. we were young we were foolish we didn't know better <laughs> There's a Rupert Murdoch factor as well when you yeah. consider this guy. A lot of people politically yes. don't think it's nice to give all your money to that company. No. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't think it will massively change much in terms of the whole landscape. It's just another provider adding, yeah. adding a mobile will go service. On. Yeah. You know, we'll all, we'll all cope. We'll get through it. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis, what um, what TV provider do you have? I don't have. T- I just have Freeview. Yeah. I don't really go for you know well, live you, TV you streaming anymore. services yeah you yeah. streaming services yeah. I've got my Apple TV so anything that I want to watch what about Netflix, Netflix. You've got, yeah. yeah you've got that Netflix Amazon Prime all those kind of streaming yeah. services I yeah. have them all on my iPad and I'll stream some Apple TV and that's pretty much my evenings between that and gaming obviously yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and as a side note Netflix now offers a yes. partial offline download yes yeah, I am really really happy about this because mm. now when I go on a plane I can watch things on Netflix certain things coming. not everything not everything no, but well, how are they deciding what, what can be downloaded and what can't I presume it's to do with licensing yeah um, oh, a, a lot of popular you can browse yeah uh, can you download Rick and Morty that's the main question oh yes <laughs> Rick and Morty that, yeah. is I watched two episodes of that last time so good oh my god Rick and <laughs> Morty is amazing I've watched all of it and I love it in fact I've watched all of it possibly more than once I, I fear that we're, we're wandering off the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's take it back to watch, Maybe. watch Rick and Morty dear listener oh you really should maybe we should go around the room then um, and the question is Sky Mobile or Sky Nobile uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking if I say why Nobile but I thought that was too much sounds a bit yeah. like Nubile but anyway, I like the word new bar. Uh, Lewis Painter. Yeah, it was Sky Mobile. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte G. Sky Nobile. Ooh. And you have the casting vote, Henry Burrell. Yeah, Sky Mobile is what it is. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Deep, insightful. Same, same <laughs> I've ever heard. Uh, I, I'm going to say Sky Mobile as well, because oh. I think it sounds good. Um, Stooges. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, we're going to have a short break now. And after we come back, we will talk about games. Ooh. From Sky Mobile to Sky Hostile. Ho- hostile. hostile. Lewis. <laughs> Lewis <laughs> I'm weak. It's, I'm, it's the material this thing I'm working with. Lewis Painter, uh, why is everybody so angry about No Man's Sky? No Man's Sky. This ordeal has been going on since August, but it's finally looks like it's been resolved. Um, basically, No Man's Sky had an insane amount of, amount of hype before it came out because it was procedurally generated universe that would, in theory, take 
you know, thousands of years to explore and see oh, every yeah, more single than, planet. Uh, billions of years, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was just, just mathematically absurd. Yeah, you're never going to visit all the planets. It's just, you stop, don't even bother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't even play it, basically. Just don't, yeah, just why? Why? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so obviously before launch, um, Hello Games, the uh, developers were showcasing gameplay clips and stuff like that. And it all looks really fun. It looks, uh, you know, the planets looked alive and they'd have like, you know, lots of plants, lots of animals, and they're all kind of intelligent. They're not kind of stupid, you know, NPCs that you just wander around a planet. Yeah. Um, they're supposed to kind of interact with you and stuff they like that. They were like that. walking around in herds and stuff, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. And, like doing like realistic behavior. Yeah. Mm. And then the game came out and it just was not like that in the slightest. I mean, I can, I can kind of agree with this because when I got the game, I must have played for about nine hours and I never hit any kind of planet that looked remotely like the ones that were shown off in the, um, mm. in the trailers before it came out. Mm. And on the, um, especially on the Steam listing on, on, um, for PC users, there was a lot of marketing material like videos and screenshots uh, that were just completely different to what was actually in the game when it came out. Cheeky. So very cheeky. People complained. So people complained today at the ASA. And they've been looking into it since September. That's the Advertising Standards Authority. That yeah. is. Yeah, well done. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they've finally come out with their verdict. And they say that Hello Games did not mislead the consumers. So really? how is this different to, you know, when you uh, you see game adverts on telly? Yeah. And you have that little thing at the bottom that says, not actual game footage. Oh, yeah. yeah. So is, are we saying here that... They didn't say that. They always implied they? that it was yeah. footage. I mean, yeah, they, they led consumers to believe. Well, this is what yeah. the gamers felt, that they, right. they led them to believe that that's what's going to be in the game. And... Um, Hello Games' defense was that as it's ge- uh, procedurally generated, it's impossible to recreate the exact scenes that you'll see in a gameplay trailer mm. because obviously the universe is so massive, everyone starts a different place. You're never going to get to that planet. Yeah, this is so this is mm. the this is the heart of this of this matter is yeah. the procedural generation. Yeah, and if you read the um, the ruling, then essentially what seems to have happened is that Hello Games said to them. Uh, well, it's procedurally generated. And they just took that on trust and mm. totally bought that and mm-hmm. didn't really seem to engage on a technical level with what that means, how much of the game is procedurally generated. Not all of it is. No. Um, and there are sort of fundamental aspects of, of gameplay that are not uh, that are not procedurally generated. They're just part of the game and mm-hmm. that were shown in the trailers and don't actually happen. Like, yeah, you know, but... like um, there's a bit where you, you're flying around on a planet and that's... As I haven't played it, but as I understand it, that's not part of the game. They just didn't. Put well, it in. it's it's um it's kind of half and half. They they don't they show you flying quite low, um, close to the surface of the planet, and in the actual game, they don't allow you to fly very fly very close to the planet until you land. Mm. It keeps you kind of 40, 50 feet above the ground to, for safety, so you don't crash into the planet. Um, but there was well, if I want to like crash that. into the planet, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I should have the right to do this. <laughs> I should, yeah, I want to plummet to my death. Why not? So yeah, so the the question then is, um, is it is it fair? Um, to to say that you oh it's procedurally generated the chances of this space brontosaurus uh, which <laughs> looks really cool yeah. actually appearing obviously is low yeah. um, and that's all you, I know about this game space every time it says that I just think of a brontosaurus I mean, yeah. exactly that's how that's, the, that's, that's how the, the image yeah. works. that is the, that is pretty much the dinosaur that everyone's talking about that nobody has seen in the game but was all over the trailers I mean they, they, and what the, sort of creatures do you see in the game they're really weird that you know they, there's no way to describe them because there are you know an insane you amount of... me one that just looks like a throat with legs. <laughs> really scary. Honestly, some of them, Good you just look at them like, how would they... I think they, I dated did... somebody like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> we might have to cut that bit out. Um, oh. That was ruder than I expected. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we can have to cut that bit out. Take Let's that leave out. it in. Whoever's editing this, take that bit oh out. God. Uh, oh, God. I completely forgot what I was saying there. <laughs> I think we were talking about uh, a randomised space monster. Yeah. Throat with legs. Uh, I mean, there was one. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, okay. 
<sighs> okay. Yeah, no, one one um, animal dinosaur, I don't know what even to call them, on a planet that I saw, it had kind of the body of a llama, and it had it didn't have a neck, it had a, a, a flower yeah. as a neck, mm-hmm. and um, it didn't have a face or a head, it just made a trumpet noise and it chased after you. <laughs> what, what, Doesn't sound like That scared the absolute <laughs> crap out of me, and it I ran away. It sounds like, why don't people just, like... Take hallucinogenic drugs. It sounds, it sounds like a similar experience. I think, I think that's illegal, Charles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know yeah. you. I know the law is just like advice to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a home taking acid, illegally downloading. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's what I like. That's how I like to unwind. She doesn't. I don't. No. The, um, the, the, sorry, the, mum. An, <laughs> an analogy I've heard about this game uh, is is that uh, what if somebody advertised a game that was about Lego? And, and the nature of the game was that there was a million pieces and then they formed into a random shape and then you play with that shape. And then in the advert, they showed it formed into like a, a rocket or, a, you know, and then they said, well, that could have happened. You know, it's just the chances were a million to one. So in this case, you've got the space brontosaurus and nobody's seen it. And they're like, well, you could have seen it. <laughs> you just can't take any of this seriously. Like, why don't these people get annoyed about something that actually matters? Like, this is, imagine if these people like engaged in, I don't know, the world. I think this, was, is, this is what about her, isn't it? That you're yeah, it, it is. It is. I mean, maybe it's actually, possible just to be annoyed about somebody true. selling you something for forty euros and it's, it not being very it's good. True. Maybe euros. it's safer. Um, <laughs> How much does it cost in pounds? That's about the same. There about you go. The same. Well, it's pretty much Paris, now. Yeah, I don't. Know, maybe it's safer for them to worry about this than other things. Do you think what happened is that they created these trailers? Aside, like apart from the engine that runs the game, and they were just like doing it on a. On a computer. See, this is how they've got away with, um, you know, the ASA not ruling against them is because they say they've proven apparently that they did render all the stuff in game and it was all mm. done in game and there wasn't any because they were saying that uh, another issue was when jumping from galaxy to galaxy, um, it takes a long time essentially mm. on uh, consoles and in the gameplay clips, it takes like mm. one, two, three seconds to render in a whole, you know, solar system. Is it putting people moons. off playing the game? Yeah, I think after after the initial bad press back in August, mm. nobody's played it since. Oh, really? And then um, the developers went really quiet because they were trying to fix all the bugs they came mm. out with. And that was until last week when they uh, when uh, Sean Murray, the MD, I think he is, of, of, of Hello Games, uh, tweeted for the first time since the 18th of August about the game uh, to announce that there was this huge patch coming to PS4 and PC to lay the foundations for things to come. Because they've always promised that there's going to be uh, content, free content available once it was out. That was just the base game, kind mm. of like Minecraft, you know, and they keep on adding stuff to it as as time went on. But everyone was kind of a bit like, well, who mm. cares? Yeah. You've lied to us. Aww. Do you think they were just a bit out of their depth? Because yeah. they were a game developer like who it. hadn't really yeah. had it was, a massive it's an indie. Hits. It's a little indie. Yeah, the, indie, the game they made before this was Joe Danger, mm-hmm. which is like a tiny little yeah. motorbike racing game. Yeah. That's what they and just gave, they got this, gave the, the big biggest and game promised everything and then suddenly got all this publicity. Mm. And it took two years think, to make because they were like, oh crap, we can't actually do that. I think mm. it's in part Sony's fault because okay. you know Sony had them up at so many of their um, their conferences, their, their yeah. shows and stuff like that, showcasing more gameplay. And they fed you know the... Uh, the hype. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So I kind of think they're in part to blame for the whole thing, but but it's worked. Yeah, that's, yeah, so that's the thing. Oh yeah, because of pre-order culture, mm. this game has made loads and loads and loads of money. But it also had to give loads and loads and loads of it back via refunds from the oh, PlayStation really? Store and Steam. Yeah, I bet they still done well out of it though, because mm. yeah. you make that many sales, some mm. people aren't going to sell it back. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I kept it. Is this, yeah. ha- this happens with other games though, right? Uh, not, not on this scale, I wouldn't say. This is pretty dramatic. Um, I mean, usually you see kind of early gameplay clips from like betas and stuff like that, and it will change from them to release gameplay. But 
to keep you know this is the this this is the equivalent of uh, someone doing like an early beta gameplay trailer putting that up on a steam list and being like that's exactly what it is and oh, then right. it's not Mm. And the things are still on the Steam page, aren't they? Oh yeah, they're they, still on there. They yeah. haven't, which I think is absolute brass neck. Yeah. Mm. Not, they haven't even touched. Because they've there. changed the uh, well, they've changed the heads up display, and they've changed a few cosmetic elements in the game. And the ASA ruled that that isn't change enough to warrant um, them misleading consumers. Mm. Unbelievable. So yeah, very naughty. You want to, you want to hear <laughs> the um, the best review of this game I've seen? Yep. Go, go, go for it. No Man's Sky, One Man's Lie. Please don't buy. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's beautiful. How epic. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, lovely. that's great. But the key thing here actually is that you should read reviews. Maybe not reviews that are as small as that. But um... <laughs> is, is this is this weird because it kind of it happens in other other parts of culture, but it hasn't doesn't really happen. Yeah, in movies. Games. Absolutely yeah. movies. Everybody goes see the movie on the opening weekend. Like, like that um yeah. Suicide Squad film. all the all yeah. the trailers had Jared Leto front and centre as the Joker. Yeah, and then when the film actually came out, they basically cut him out of it, and even he didn't know. That the what? Film. Yeah, so he has like he recorded hours and hours of footage and everything, and he was in the trailer, and they used him all for the promo. And in the actual film, he has about three minutes of screen time or something. You're yeah. kidding me? That's yeah. mental. Yeah, he's not really he's the main yeah, character. No, no, exactly, yeah, well, that's exactly. the impression not, they would give. He's not, even he was like, "Oh my god, I'm not in this film." <laughs> that's terrible. Terence Malick did it as well to Adrian Brody in The Thin Red Line. Oof. Recorded hours and hours of footage and led Adrian Brody to believe that he, that would, funny, he would be the main character. <laughs> and in the Aww, film, he has about 30 Adrian. seconds of... That is quite funny. <laughs> yeah, so it happens. And then like when yeah, bands, bands have crap second albums, because they, they did an absolute banger, and then you wait ages for the <laughs> An absolute the banger. Like, I don't know, can't think of an example now. Stone Roses, there you go. Okay. Absolute banger. Then the second one, rubbish. I actually listened to the second album before I listened to the first one. Cause yeah, well, Love Spreads is a big tune, actually. I like Love Spread. Yeah. Uh, right, though, the moral of the story then is don't pre-order, listen to reviews, and um, uh, please don't buy, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the, um, them. The, let's go around the room. Last question. Um, ASA or ASA? Lewis Painter. ASA? Charlotte G. ASA? Which one was that? That, one. <laughs> <laughs> that was clearly the second one. <laughs> and Henry Burrell. ASA? ASA? I think we all agree on that one. Yeah, that's very confusing. I don't know what they're talking about. No, no. absolutely. Uh, Let's have another break. And after that, we're going to talk about sexy, sexy, sexy. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <laughs> Charlotte G, what's wrong with being sexy? <laughs> no, nothing at all. Uh, however, according to the health secretary, Jeremy Hunt, mm. Um, social media companies, <laughs> very, very, careful. very carefully said, uh, social media companies should stop under 18s from texting sexually explicit images as if they're texting them to each other. But anyway, um, but yes, this is just a very, this Get is another program. Grand, I know. God, this is, uh, I, it's just a kind of another example in the very long litany of politicians outing themselves as having not a clue what they're talking about when it comes to tech. And right, in, well, in his particular case, pretty much everything yeah how's he suggesting <laughs> he stops people messaging well he other? said actually I'll, I'll tell you what he said Please and do. i quote i just ask myself the simple question as to why it is that you can't prevent the texting of sexually explicit images by people under the age of 18 because there is technology that can identify sexually explicit sexually explicit pictures and prevent it being <laughs> transmitted is sexually there? transmitted images <laughs> but also, <laughs> i think sexually explicit transmitted images yes yeah, settees. But there, there isn't that. That technology is just talking. well. There kind of is. But well, it's just not very reliable. Yeah, there's technology that can identify whether an image is sexually explicit, although it might say that like a Rubens painting is. Although they are, kind of, they are kind I mean, of like, really highbrow reference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. There, there isn't a tech, there isn't any technology out there that can identify and block these images without a lot of human beings being involved, because it would just wouldn't it would it wouldn't work basically. Yeah, um, and also why under eighteen? Because you well, can have sex right. from the age of sixteen. So. so there's so there's lots of aspects of this we need to unpack. So I think many. we should, let's start off technologically. Yeah. Yes. Um, encryption is an issue because, as you said, most kids, kids is that making me sound about forty five? Under eighteen. Most um well, most 45. teens. I'm not 45. teens. <laughs> most uh, most teens are not using text. They're using no. well, you know, let's start off with Snapchat. WhatsApp. Yeah, WhatsApp. WhatsApp Snapchat. has end to end encryption. The Snapchat. Yes. So nobody is going to be able. Facebook to... Messenger doesn't. No, Facebook Messenger. You have to use Messenger. a special mode on Facebook Messenger. Yeah, no one But we can't there. seriously be considering this. I mean, it's just, it's I know, just a I ridiculous, know, but, but, like, ridiculous First of all, thing. let's all mock Jeremy Hunt's lack of technological knowledge. Yes. Um, yes. So there's a, there's a range of different Messenger services, yes. some of which have encryption, some of which have optional encryption, some yes. have no encryption. Um, and the difference between those things means that some will be able to be interrogated by mm. um image so yeah, some of them you can see the content and of some, and some of them you can't yeah so yeah. immediately you, it's not going to be a law that you'll be able to apply universally no no um and the second half of it is technologically he's he's not even attempted to come with a solution he's just no, said it exists tech people are smart they can they fix can this it. for me yeah yeah i mean he, which is he, not the way you want politicians to be approaching tech you want them yes. to know what they're doing before they legislate it otherwise yes. they're essentially just putting things in the hands of tech companies yeah and tech companies i mean you can't come up with a technological solution to a social problem well if it is in, indeed as much of a problem. I don't know, maybe it is a problem, but under 18, I don't really see why it's any of the government's business if two no, 17 so, year olds. So now we have the legal, the legal element of this, yeah. which is that um, over the age of 16, you can have yeah. sex. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I did that in our <laughs> uh, face, um, but you can have sex after the age of 16, yeah. you can get married after the age of 16, yeah, you so can you know, join the army up. and die for your country, or whatever, um, yeah. but you can't 
write a text about it to somebody. Yeah, you, know, you, could, you could be actually having sex with somebody. Um, and if you <laughs> took a photograph of it and texted them while you were having sex, that would be the crime, not the yeah. having sex. In fairness, that is a very Madness. odd thing to do, but yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sort of bending over backwards to come up with a. So um, oh so no! Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, and ethically, as you said, yeah, it's, a bit... it, it's it's very it's very murky. It is. Um, <laughs> there is, you know, there's a, a large element of people sexting mm. not because they're being um, antisocial or you know rebellious, mm-hmm. but because that's the best way for them to explore their, their sexuality. sexuality. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, because he's come out and said this about the technology technological side of things he's kind of written the wrong headline it should mm. still be a concern if people who are under 16 are sending explicit me- uh, messages or pictures to each other i think the point that i thought the whole story would be about is that it was unwanted by some of those parties yes but mm. it's the story has become jeremy hunt's an idiot because he thinks he can block dick pics yeah like, yeah i think there is more of a concern about kids who are seeing these images when they don't want to or yeah. they don't understand what it means and also bullying i mean um yeah, to be fair, he did talk about he, cyberbullying. Yeah, yes. but I mean, but that's how, yeah. that's ridiculous because you can't, you, you, there isn't, you won't be able to get kind of like word pattern recognition. Like words have context, and you can't really. I think the problem. I was actually chatting with uh, my flatmate's other half last night, and she is a teacher, and she said that rather than come up with all these technological solutions that may or may not actually work. Why don't they just do sex education better? He was going to say that. Well, I mean, why do they don't they just? Do sex no, so not really. She said. She said they yeah. they don't do any real teaching of, I don't know, things like consent or mm. uh, like safety or so on and so forth. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I had one day in a citizenship lesson while yeah. I was in school where they told me about sex ed and all that yeah. kind of stuff. We put a, a condom on a banana. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that was about the extent of it. For me. She said, basically, they just tell them about gonorrhea and then go, oh, no. And then they give them some condoms, which is a really mixed message. So yeah. like, so we do or we don't. What, what but the condoms are useful in preventing the gonorrhea. Yes, I mean, the condoms are a good <laughs> idea. But the kind of going, oh, gonorrhea, probably isn't very useful. Well, yeah, unless you're a doctor. I, I mean, tell them that, tell them that they, these gonorrhea. things exist. But the sex education shouldn't just be... Oh God, sex is terrible. And it's also kind of like saying that the, the problem is down to children themselves, but really the problem is that they own these devices that open up a world yes. of different content to them. Like, yes, I didn't see half the things these kids were seeing. No, at yeah, that, that early an age. Um, I mean, the other there's another thing as well that the government are trying to push um, at the moment, which I think I also find slightly uh, misguided and a little bit authoritarian, which is uh, they want to. Um, filter porn sites and they also want to ban non-conventional pornography as they call it this is this is a load of rubbish because they were saying that like gay sex was unconventional yes. a few years ago and then like, yep. so, so what is unconventional well what apparently they, it's, it's bdsm <laughs> and uh female ejaculation are unconventional oh apparently. yeah actually yeah, yeah david told me that already it's a bit it's a bit, <laughs> that's a bit yeah. sexist though isn't <laughs> it menstruation yeah, yeah. why is that yeah. unconventional what do, they, what do they mean unconventional and also like I'll just get over it. I, I don't know why is that the government? Why the government trying to? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, all, it's all political though, because yeah. you, tra- you can trace all of these measures, all of these proposals yeah. back to the um, Daily Mail mums. Well, yeah, they're appealing <laughs> to the people that vote. They're appealing to yeah. people who are middle aged, um, yeah. and they don't care about you know minority groups or young people. I'm starting to think um, we should have a cut off age for voting, an upper limit. <laughs> like, no, you can't vote now because like you just you you only test again when you get to, to yeah yeah like you're only making things worse for everyone else. Mm. So you, know, just... you said that they were being authoritarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this might be a bit of a sweeping statement, but <laughs> I love I love statements to start with that. Go on. 
this is an example of what Jeremy Hunt is saying. It mm-hmm. just makes me think that politicians probably don't actually really use computers. Yeah, no, they don't. No. They have people that the do, people it, for do them. it for them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, I wrote something a year ago, and uh, it was basically about how lots of politicians are clueless. And also, even worse, they are unconsciously incompetent, so they don't even realise how <laughs> ignorant they are. And the interesting thing is we were having a bit of a debate about this yesterday... And a lot of people are saying it's age, but I actually think it's partly to do with the social circles that they come from as well. And also the fact they have people that they delegate everything to. Mm. So I don't know. Some ministers are... There must have been a point before they had people doing stuff for them. I mean, unless it's like George Osborne and they were literally born in a country manor with a butler. Yeah. (laughs) But that's not true of most politicians, is it? Um, No. Jeremy Hunt must have used a computer at some point in his life. Yeah. Like my mum my mum doesn't use computers very often, but yeah. she knows more than Jeremy Hunt does because she's taken the trouble to think about yeah. it. Yeah. it just must be a reason I reckon your mum understand. would do a better job as health secretary. <laughs> Should I, we, mean, I think she would too. Should we, we come on, let's start the campaign. She's a bit busy though. So. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> she can fit it in. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, she has to ring me up and um ask me about her grandkids. That's oh, important. Okay. Who was his girlfriend you had? What, what are you talking about? No, no, no. Are you trying Let's to do not... a callback so that we can't edit out the previous bit? I don't want, I don't want us to Thanks, talk Henry. about this girlfriend. I'm already harrowed enough. Um, that, by the way, that that was just a joke. Was... I know, I know. I know. <laughs> it was a hilarious joke, which we didn't cut out of this I podcast. I think we all which know. I'm hoping you I think we all are now confused because it has been cut out. So, Charlotte, what's going to happen? Um, they'll probably, well, probably nothing. Pro- they probably will have to... It's just a proposal, isn't it? Yeah, they, they probably won't actually... Well, they're not going to be able to, even if yeah. they want to. But the <laughs> porn sites thing, I guess they might try. problem is that fil- filters... Internet filters are very kind of ineffective, yes. basically. People will get around them, and also they don't tend to work really on their own terms, because, I don't know, like, what's the what's the search... Are you going to get exactly the right search terms and ban those? And I don't know. So it's... It's, it's, it's like when you see those lists, like... Um, our dev team have a, a blocker list for the comments. Yes. And it, and it's well, that's, like, the, that's the funniest email I've so ever funny. seen. It's so funny. It's all like rude words and then slight variations on rude words and it's incredibly difficult to block them all. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. And it sort of seems a bit silly. And and to be honest, I just don't know, with, with some of the things that they're trying to do, I'm not really sure that I can even see the underlying logic. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe they have no idea what they're doing. Well, maybe here's a more frightening <laughs> thought. Hot take. Maybe they know exactly <laughs> what they're doing and what they're doing is using... Um, hot button issues, sex yes. or the protection of children, as a means of justifying uh, breaking down security, um, yes. dismantling encryption. Which they have done. A massive of weakening of yeah. our security by the back door, mm. uh, which is how somebody described it. Um, and that's what they're really after. They want they want to yes. surveil what's on our phones. And yes. then they say things like, well, you have to check you haven't got, um, you know, as you said, dick yeah. pics um, that you're yeah. sending to people. And then we actually going to look at everything you've been looking at. Yeah, well. which they now can. Of course, um, of course they can because you know, yes they don't really need yeah and, that, and it's great they've created a massive database of everyone's browsing history which definitely will not be hacked into at any point <laughs> so that's great yeah well this is this has turned a bit um this is turned, turned a bit grim i'm sorry turned a bit grim um well let's go around the room uh, <laughs> try and cheer everybody up the question is hunt or <laughs> <laughs> complete idiot lewis painter complete idiot uh, Charlotte G. Complete idiot. And I'm really pleased we didn't say that word. Uh, Henry <laughs> Burrell. Complete idiot. I'm also going to say complete idiot. Yeah. And with that, 
bit of personal abuse uh, for the health <laughs> secretary jazz. of this country. <laughs> um, I will um, call this to a close and say thank you for listening to this edition of the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Feel free to get in touch and let us know your thoughts and opinions to shake us down for cash or to ask us about advertising. You can tweet us on any of those topics using the handle at UK Tech Podcast, or you can email us on editor at idg.co.uk. We'll be back next week with more informed uh, and hopefully less explicit opinion on the hottest topics in tech. If that sounds like something you'd like, find us on Acast, iTunes, SoundCloud and various other podcast sources. And don't forget to subscribe, comment, like us and tell your friends. Until then, say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.